0: Hey, this is Craig Ferentino of Craig James Financial. Get ready for another financial report right here on 103.9 LI News Radio.
1: All right, it's time for the Craig James uh, Financial Report with our man Craig Ferentino. He is a Certified Wealth Strategist Extraordinaire and President of the Craig James Financial Services, located right in the heart of Melville, Broad Hollow Road. Check out the overall website. Great website. CraigJamesFinancial.com. Mr. Ferentino, he is a registered representative of our securities and advisory services, all through United Planners Financial Services. Member, FINRA, SIPC, Craig James Financial Services, LLC, and United Planners not affiliated, and with the uh, Dow having a pretty good finish uh, yesterday. Uh, they're down a little over 100 points as we speak, but uh, they did uh, shoot up about 185. We wait the jobs report. Some unemployment stuff came out yesterday, numbers wide, and we will go over that. Mr. Farentino, always a pleasure, sir.
0: Yes, hey, Jay. Good morning, good morning. It's great to talk to you. Uh, yes, as you said, the uh, Dow Jones up 185 points or 0.7% 0, 0. to 27,387. The Standard and Poor's Index uh, was up 21.0.6% to 33,49. The NASDAQ Composite again broke a new record. I don't know if you heard that. Up 110 points to 11,108. 11,108 on the NASDAQ 100, the 10-year Treasuries at zero point five four, and gold is at two thousand fifty one. those are good numbers as well. Uh, and crude oil at forty two dollars uh, and a penny. Yeah, So there's some very interesting news. The uh, there's some basic news first of all on what we hear from Challenger Gray and Christmas, which is a uh, which is a great great uh, em- employment firm, and. They said that their third largest uh, monthly total of, you know, they're still reporting a 54 increase in jobs cuts last month, meaning people were losing their jobs. Uh, part of that, uh, Challenger Gray notes that COVID-19 is the reason for one, more than 1 million job cuts so far this year. So uh, we're starting to see uh, uh, later this morning, we'll see the July jobs report. Expected to show non-farm P-rolls, Uh and they're looking for the number of 1.5 million, which would bring the recoveries over the three months over to nearly nine million that re- recover their jobs. But you know, uh, we were talking about this yesterday, Jay. You know, if you're if you're a business person, what do you do here? What do you do with the stimulus? Do you keep uh, do you keep giving money out, or do you do you get people back to work? And uh, when you compare it you know, to some of the other, to other companies, you know, we have 11.4% U.S. unemployment rate, and Germany, Japan, uh, United Kingdom are still all at below 4% unemployment rate, and why is that? And it's really how we attack the economy, and there are hugely different policies deployed to protect jobs and income during the pandemic. And when you, part of the answer in that might be that they paid, uh, you know, for people to stay home, you know, the gap between what happened to Japan and, and the United Kingdom um, really just shows how different policies uh, affect the economy. And the $1,200, you know, flat payment. And the the expanded $600 unemployment payments uh, really were designed to maintain sort of like the links between employers, and I'm an employer, and employees, and really preventing workers from entering unemployment rolls in the first place. So, Tokyo and Berlin really opted for uh, expanded versions of their system, you know, sort of support programs for temporary layoffs. They expanded those. And, uh, and, and cuts in working hours so people are able to go over there but still keep employed. And so you're starting to see, you know, hey, why is it the U.S. has 11.4% at this point? Uh They're also a few weeks ahead of us, so to be fair, it's not an exact comparison. So maybe if you look at the two numbers, uh assuming that policy has nothing to do with it, then perhaps uh, it's just the fact that there are a few weeks and in a few weeks we'll be at 4% unemployment, but I don't think so. So, uh, really have a Brit has a furlough program, which will end in October and it gives workers 80% of their salary up to the equivalent of some number. So it was a percentage of their salary instead of attacking on of what traditional unemployment would give. And so, uh, on the face of it, you know, the $600, uh, we were talking, your opinion yesterday it might have been a little too generous. And that is keeping the unemployment numbers, uh, high. And so we're, we're looking at all of this, uh, just to see how this affects. There's also been some tick up with China and we're looking at that as too, because I think that that has, uh, you know, just really has a negative effect, uh, in terms of the market that we're getting into these, uh, some of these fights. So at 8.30, we'll get the change in non-farm payrolls. Uh, and private payrolls, manufacturing payrolls, all coming in at 8.30. The unemployment rate comes in, uh, at, uh, at 10, 8.30 in the morning, too. We're looking for, you know, we're at 11.4%. Uh, we're looking at 10.5%. So we're looking for an improvement. So if we are in the nines already, that, that, you'll see something jump, I think. Um, hourly average, average hourly earnings, uh, year over year, uh, 5% in June. Labor force participation rate also comes out at 8:30. So we're getting a lot of information today. So, so uh, it'll be a very, very exciting day, and we'll, we'll have—we may have to recap at the end of the day, Jay, or uh, talk about something uh, first thing Monday morning. But uh, we're looking at some of these uh, these great, great indicators of where the economy is during one of the worst crises in our lifetime. So, uh, and that's what I have on my plate for today.
1: Well, you got a lot on your plate, no question about it. It's a very interesting jobs report uh, a little bit later on. And just to put in perspective, folks, you know, you look at the 1.2 who applied first-time benefits. Uh, that's down about, what, a quarter of a million from the week prior uh, after rising for a couple of straight weeks. Still marks, though, uh, the 20th straight week that at least a million people did file first time. Remember now, before this whole pandemic started, it ne- never been over 700,000 in a week. Uh, even you go back during the Great Recession. So that just shows you uh, where we are at right now and putting it in perspective. One last thing, and I guess uh, Facebook uh, CEO Mark Zuckerberg, uh, he has uh, entered the club. Uh, he has topped $100 hundred billion first first time, I think, yesterday. Uh, and lots of uh, stuff happening there as far as uh, Facebook, Uh, A lot of optimism, stock going up, the release of reels, competitive TikTok. So Zuckerberg now is just one of three in the world to be at least, to be worth at least $100 billion. Who are the other two? Well, Bill Gates and, of course, uh, Jeff Bezos uh, from Amazon. But uh, think about Zuckerberg, uh, Craig. Net worth has gone up some $22 billion. That's just this year. As the pandemic has certainly led to this uh, financial windfall for big tech, as more people are doing things online, that's what it is. So Zuckerberg entering that club, he gets the he gets the jacket, the green jacket, if you know what I'm talking about.
0: Yes, yeah, no, you're very green uh, and 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 lines with gold as well. Yeah, the uh, you had really talked they had gotten some uh, political pressure from the cancel culture the new totalitarianism that we've been facing lately, telling people what they could do and what they shouldn't do and let's tweet against them and shutting people down and getting people fired. And uh he he basically uh stood his ground, you know, he said, Yeah, we'll be listening and but uh he basically stood his ground and I there was a lot of calls I had to the office saying we should sell Facebook and when I looked at it, you know, they're just such a dominant force. And have, they're basically the only way to, you know, to reach 2 billion eyeballs very quickly. Uh, and there was no, you know, I just didn't see it. And, uh, and as you know, the stock, uh, went down a little bit and then came back to where it was at the time. This is only a few weeks ago. I'm not talking about years ago and then, uh, surpassed that quite a bit. Uh, and as they're reporting numbers and somehow all that little drama appears to be forgotten. Uh, and so it is, it is, uh, he is wearing the golden, uh, green, golden jacket, and he didn't win the Masters. There you go. And it's one of those things. So, uh, yeah, it's one of those things we have to live with. But, you yeah, know, we're on to another day, and uh, there's, there's other people. I mean, Amazon came out with record earnings, too. And it's the first time, you know, there's an enormous challenge brought on by the pandemic because the first time in years, the, the company share of e-commerce in the U.S. actually fell. So they had better earnings. Um, and their e-commerce actually slowed a little bit. And, but they spent billions of dollars, you know, hiring workers, increasing pay, improving delivery times, conducting medical tests for its employees, uh, stabilizing the supply chain. And the, when the online sales began to rebound, they were, they were more efficient and better for the COVID crisis. So keep an eye on Amazon and Jeff Bezos as well because Uh, Very, very interesting uh, what they've done and how they've streamlined things by hiring more people, becoming more efficient uh, to go forward. Unfortunately, they couldn't build something in New York, but that's another day and another story here.
1: Question. Hey, good stuff, good point. Check out the great website, CraigJamesFinancial.com. You have a great weekend, okay? We'll talk to you on Monday.
0: Thank you, Jay. Much appreciated. Have a great, safe weekend.